Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're back. What's up? Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We like Keanu Reeves, don't we? Everybody loves Kiki. Kiki, I like it. Kiki, do you love me? Remember that Drake song? Oh, that was so Five good. years ago. No, was it really? 2018. Wow, that's depressing. I really like that song. I'm really sorry, Steve, for your loss. Well, it's, 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 you can still listen to it. Oh, okay. Got it. I like that song that we just heard right there by Youngblood and Avril Lavigne. Donna, did you like it a lot also? Because uh, you're making a face uh, like someone just ran over your foot. Undecided. Oh, is that your undecided face? Yes, thank you. They, they did nice harmonies there. You don't hear enough harmonies. You sure don't. Can I move on with my story? Make it good. Keanu Reeves doesn't let anyone digitally manipulate his image. Yes, King. Without his permission. Huh. He's got a mistrust of technology. And he's been putting a clause in his contract for years that prevents anyone from manipulating his image without his permission. He said he once had a performance changed. They added a tear to his face, and he was like, what? Hey, that was a pretty good Keanu. Right that was, there. yeah. Thank you. I was watching um, Bill and Ted. Do I even have to be here? Like, that's not right. That's, that's an issue of integrity, I yeah. think. Hmm. He says, what's frustrating uh, about it is that you lose your agency when you give a performance in a film, you know you're going to be edited, but you're participating in that. If you go into deep fake land, it has none of your points of view. Huh, that's deep, man. That's deep fake, man. Super deep. I get that. There, I, I feel like it is an issue of don't present as if this actor was crying if he didn't actually cry. I feel like that's kind of not okay. Sure. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? What's it remind you of? Asking. Th- no, thank you for the The movie Broadcast News. Okay, which you've told me to watch. Yeah. I mean, it it is an issue of like, here's this pretty boy who gets the anchor job while the reporter who's doing serious work gets overlooked. And the guy has no integrity, you know, like he fake cries. He stops the cameras when news is supposed to be news. Right. So he's doing this interview. Yeah. And in the interview, there's one camera 
right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away because I want you to watch the movie, but he fakes something. Mm. And that makes Holly Hunter really upset because she thought he was this person. Ho who? Ho who? Holly Hunter. Because oh. <laughs> we call Ho-hoo. Holly Roberts Ho Ro. Anyway, I don't blame Keanu Reeves. I think that's smart. Kiri and Ho who. Oh boy. The story. Okay. That's my whole story. Thank That's you. That's a very nice story. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. No, it's good. Now you tell us a story. My story is about Steven Spielberg and Thomas Cruise. Okay. They were at their, the Oscars luncheon happened yesterday. Nope. Monday. And there was a little candid moment caught on video where Steven Spielberg goes up to Tom Cruise and they're chatting. I'm not going to play the audio because it's so hard to hear because you hear a lot of ambient ambient noise that you would hear in a ballroom at a luncheon. But Steven Spielberg says at one point, quote, and pardon my Francais, you, quote, saved Hollywood's A-double snakes. He was referring to the fact that Top Gun Maverick really revitalized the box office coming out of the COVID pandemic. And then he goes on to say... That you may have like saved theatrical distribution in general. So this is Steven Spielberg, King of the mm. Movies, saying to Tom Cruise, you know, what happened with Top Gun Maverick may have been the shot in the arm at such a pivotal point that had that movie come out and flopped, Memorial Day, long awaited, it had been delayed and delayed during COVID. Tom Cruise wanted it to come out in theaters, not on a streamer. Spielberg saying, had that not gone well. Maybe theaters aren't feeling optimistic about their future, but now they are as a result of this. Then there were some other big movies that came out. And then, of course, Avatar. I'm sure James Cameron's like, hold my beer. How about how about Avatar? Oh, calm down, James Cameron. I'm not saying he said that. I'm just right. saying he may have thought that. Um, how many times do you think James Cameron in a day yells, I'm king of the, the world? <laughs> <laughs> Probably plenty. <laughs> Plenty to annoy all of his friends. Uh, I feel like Spielberg was pretty. I think I have the right director when I say Spielberg. I think he was pretty vocal about not liking the streaming stuff. Yes, being released simultaneously. Yeah, Spielberg, and I feel like Scorsese. Yes, my old buddy Marty, Marty, Marty Scorsese. He also <laughs> wants people watching movies in the movie theater. You guys want to hear the story again about when I was in a room with Martin Scorsese and tried to talk to him about my fear of flying? Sure. It didn't go well. I heard that he was afraid of flying, and he is. And then I went over and I said, Marty, listen to me. No, I didn't say that. I probably said Mr. Scorsese. I don't know what I said, but we were all in a green room together for the Visual Arts Awards, of which Patton Oswalt was... The host? The host. Was so funny. He should host the Oscars. Very funny guy. He was so funny. But years before, I had taken an online class called OvercomeYourFearOfFlying.net, which at the time was free, and it helped me to overcome my fear of flying. And so I tried suggesting it to Martin Scorsese, to him, not his people, like, tell him about this. I just said, you should go check this out. And it was just met with a quick response, whatever the Hollywood equivalent of, don't Fuck me, kid. <laughs> he was nice. He was nice and pleasant, but he didn't ask any follow-ups of like, oh, really? So the course helped you how? What did it tell you? So you went up to him and you said, Marty, hey, 
Marty. Marty. I, too, have been afraid of flying. I heard that you were afraid of flying. I took a course. I didn't learn it on Wikipedia. It was being spoken about in the room. Oh, I don't like flying. Oh, oh I know, see. That kind oh, of a thing. I see. And then you participated by saying, you know what helped me? Correct. Got it. And he basically was like, huh. who the hell are you? Exactly. Why are you in this green And why, why don't you have a platter with shrimp on it for me? That's funny you say that because there was a time that I was at like an art show at like Roy Wilkins Auditorium or something with some friends. And... One of my friends who happened to be in a suit was holding like a plate of wings, but the way he was holding it was kind of like almost like next to his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Guy walks by and he takes a wing off his plate. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Oh my God, that's so funny. You know, it's funny. I have, (laughs) there is some sort of a Steve Patterson. IMDb that someone told me about the other day. Oh, yeah. And so I just looked up Steve Patterson, Martin Scorsese reels. It takes me to another IMDb of me that it has this uh, short uh, movie that I did, this like satire, and then a show that I worked on at reels, something about the red carpet. And then, sure enough, Martin Scorsese, the 10th annual visual effects society, it has me down as self slash host for some special that we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. This you got an IMDb Me and Marty! Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. I don't know. All right, we got to go. Uh, when we come back, though, on the Donna and Steve experience, I'll tell you what, what? Minneapolis ranks uh, top 10 of something that some people seem surprised by, which I don't quite get. Me I'll surprised. tell you what that honor is. Also, are you an average American? Eight things average Americans do. When we come right back, according to a new study on my talk. Everybody clap. My dad. Oh, this is fun. It's the hump day edition of the Donna and Steve experience. I thought we might get through a whole episode without you saying that. Ah, but no. I don't know if we're episodes or not. Are we episodic? People binge us. We're volumes. Queen. Right? You know you made it when you become a volume. Do you look for a hairspray that's volume yes, enhancing? Vol- absolutely. You think that stuff works? I'm not sure. I think there so. Some hairsprays work better than others. And you just need to hear that from me. Okay. I'm going to tell you I like truth. the really hard core ones. Yes. Like big sexy hair helmet head. That's what I want. Oh. I want my hair to move. Yeah. I'm having such a bad hair day right now. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about it. It's a lot, isn't it? It's not going the way I wanted. I did a haphazard blow-drying situation this morning, which means the waves are taking over. Mike, you know this. Uh, yeah. You can relate. <laughs> oh, you guys. You're so cute. Mike is bald. Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I don't know what my problem is. <clears throat> keep losing all my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Are you... Oh, you mean you've lost another article? Yeah. Can I, <sighs> may I... You know what I hate? I found it, okay? What? 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 I just... You know... I do... Want to try to fix you. I've said that 
on the record for you just want people to be more like no, you no, is the no, situation no that mm-hmm, is not at all mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. put a link in i do have a link in but then you'll never lose it how are you losing it it's because just right there's there. 50 tabs open and i went to check an email real quick and then the, i have to find which tab it is tab <laughs> it used to be a drink a list of the top 10 sexiest cities. This is the headline. I want to guess some of these cities. Includes dot, 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 Minneapolis, question mark. <laughs> wow. Rude. Oh, I knew it. I could have bet. Rude. Yeah. I mean, why is there a question mark? There are, ten, there are nine other cities. I just think how they wrote that headline, that's, first of all, mission accomplished, right? Because they found a Minneapolis lady who's all... Susie, did you see this? And then you send it over to Susie, another click. I mean, they're just reeling you in like they're ice fishing, my friend. Okay, here's the deal, though. Okay. You know, a lot of things can make a city sexy, like skylines and buildings, old charm, cleanliness. Are we talking about people or the city? Good question. A company that sells sexy adult products online has put out a map of the sexiest cities and towns in America based on consumer purchases and behaviors on their website. So this doesn't even count. I feel like I've been trapped. I mean, all this says is that there's a lot of pervs. <laughs> yeah, pervious know? city. I'm like, yeah, all right. That, that or sexual. Out. You know what I mean? Don't look at me. I don't want you looking at me when I no, say that. No, I don't know sexual. what you mean. Yeah, just don't use that You're word. You're like my cousin. <laughs> You're like my little cousin, and I have to say the word sexual in front oh of you. Oh, my God. Please anyway, don't. Anyway, that's my first thing. Um, awesome. Killer study, Donna. <laughs> I thought. I just didn't like the headline with the question mark. I had I to bring know. it. I had to get it out of my head. I thought that it would be meaning. I thought it meant people based on physical attractiveness, not on perviness. Right. So it's a very what's the word I'm looking for? Deceitful headline, deceiving headline. I like deceitful though. That's heavier handed. That's good. Who's the hottest city though? That's what I thought it was going to be like. Who's the most attractive city based on its people per capita? I bet. Do we make the top ten there? Probably not. I think when people think of us, they think of like big baggy hoodie hoodies. You know, knit boots. Yeah. Totally. Always like some covered up diamond tap on the table in the living room. (laughs) I would say Miami might be high. I've never been to Miami. Oh, I bet there's a lot of beautiful people. But yeah, Will Smith wrote that song once about Miami. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me, I'm me. That song? Mm-hmm. And so that's probably pretty hot. Brave. Let's round out. Let's make our own top five right now. Most attractive cities of people. Whether or not we've been there, this is what we're guessing. Miami's right, on go. that list. I'm going to go Miami. Los Angeles. Mm, New York? New York, maybe. I don't know. New York, there's a lot of like, I don't think people's skin does well there long term due yeah. to all the exhaust. I think you're right. All right, so New York, You always feel out. like you have a film on top of you every time you leave the city. What Let's about, go Nashville. Lots of pretty people in sure, Nashville. Sure, yeah. A lot of people trying to make it. How about a uh, northeastern coastal city? Boston. I don't think Boston. I think New Jersey for sure. Definitely not. <laughs> Maybe like Martha's Vineyard. No, Nantucket. Martha's Vineyard is garbage. Nantucket maybe. What's the difference between those two places? Aren't Martha's th- Vineyard is just a tourist trap. It sounds fancy. It's just so tourist trappy. Nantucket. I always lovely. think of Martha Stewart when I hear Martha's Vineyard. I uh, know. <laughs> Pittsburgh? Doubtful. Cleveland? Please. <laughs> Mankato? I did find a Business Insider article, the okay. most attractive uh, people based on U.S. cities. Guess who's number 10? Minneapolis? Minneapolis? The Twin Cities. No way! Now, this Thank was you. from 10 years ago, um, but I don't know if it's changed since then. Oh, but no, uh, we've, probably, we've better, better since looking then. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You, nailed, you nailed number one, though. It was Miami. Miami. Wow, okay. Oh, give me the other top 10. Let's just go S- one to 10. San Diego, two. Yeah, yeah. San Juan, Puerto Rico, three. Oh, oh territory. Okay. Yep. This one, interesting. Charleston, South, South Carolina? Carolina. Yeah. I... Get that. That kind of like Southern Bell. Fetch me some mama sure. Number five was L.A. <laughs> Number six was Nashville. I'll just keep going and right. pretend mama that didn't Lord. happen. Hey, at least we were on the right track. <laughs> number seven, Austin, Texas. Eight, Savannah, Georgia. And Ooh. then number nine, Honolulu. Oh, yeah. Ow. But Twin Cities, next. Who's yeah. 11? Does it show who's 11? It doesn't show 11. No, okay, it's just the fine. top 10. Hey, we made the top 10. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Uh, I have eight things an average American does. See if you are an average American, okay? Listens to Donna and Steve. All right. No. The average American eats 46 slices of pizza a year. I'm way over that. That's about four per month. Anytime we order pizza, I'll usually, by the end of that whole excursion, day, day and a half, have done about eight pieces. How many pieces? How many pizzas? How many pies? Yes. Do you order for your family? Uh, usually we'd get two to three if okay. it's just us. Okay. And four to six if it's us and well, Janie and Dave's kids, you know, if cousins come over. So okay. Like All right. Um, That's the nice. average American reads 12 to 13 books a year. That sounds high. I'm a little under that. I really would like to be that one a month is a good clip and it's a good goal. It's a good goal. I may be six a year, five yeah. or six. Yeah. You're overshooting that. I bet you're two or three a year. Books beginning to end, you're two or three a year. Wow. I've known you for five years. Okay, fine. Eat 12.7 pounds of ice cream. That's a pint a month. I'm Sadly, I'm under that. I would like to get into ice cream again. I haven't bought ice cream, honest to God, in years. I kind of want to go get some. I'll tell you what. And you can get any flavor you want, but I'm just going to tell you this right now. 
if you get a bowl of just vanilla, vanilla bean, yeah, and you get multiple scoops, multiple, put them in a bowl, get some Hershey's bleeping syrup. Dab of chocolate, uh, dab of peanut butter. Got to have that too. Then when you walk into your living room and you know you're going to sit down, eat that big bowl of ice cream and watch something, it is truly, I'm not, this is not a joke, it's really one of life's blissful moments. Turns to soup at the end. Right, now you're sucking oh, it up on the yes. spoon. All right, spends four hundred and thirty-eight dollars each month on groceries. Wait, we need two callers: six five one six four one one zero seven one. An old fogey and a young person. Call us now. <laughs> hey guys, we are back. It is just about eleven thirty, and we are being joined by Mr. DJ Rock Lobster. Hi. Hi. What up, D? Hey. DJRL. It's Wednesday. And that means... Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. (sighs) I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host... DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. (laughs) Yes. Now, I understand you called for, like, an old fogey and a young person, which really messed us up. At one point, I had a baby boomer and a Gen Zer on the phone, oh, but no. I kept the Gen Zer. I panicked uh, and said right. old fogey. Sorry. Uh, so that's Danelle. I think she's going to help out Donna. Okay. Well, you got rid of the Good morning. Hi. Hi. It's okay. Boomer, Gen X, or whatever. Well, the boomer was like, oh, you need Gen X? I'll just hang up and listen. Oh, okay. Mm. That's what so that's now, what old people do, Donna. Danelle is a... Yeah. Gen Zer, she said. Mm. Okay, so she's mine. Danelle's yours. Okay. Yeah. I get Danelle. And Steve gets... Okay, hi. I hi, Danelle. Hey, Danelle. Love you. Uh, and Danelle. this is Jamie. Hey, hey. Hey, Jamie. Hey. So... You could probably say I'm not Jen Jones because I'm kind of between the boomers and the actors. That's, That's perfect. perfect. That's right where we want you. That's great. You're going to do oh. great. Yeah, you wear it well. So you stay on hold and then I'm going to call on you when I need you, okay? Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Same to Danelle. All right, Steve, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Okay. Movies. Oh, Movies. Yeah. oh I forgot to say. Um, you know, we're a show. We keep things in balance here, you know. Yesterday was like the day of love. Mm-hmm. Today is just going to be things that people hated. These are okay. just pop culture things that were just usually despised. Okay. Right? Bring that on. Man. Yeah. It's fun. So, for instance, this 1987 movie was is generally known as one of the worst movies oh. of the 80s. Uh, it is based on a popular series of trading cards mm-hmm. and featured such characters as Foul Phil, Valerie Vomit, Messy Tessie, and Wendy oh. Winston. All right. <laughs> I know this. Um, okay. I, I know these cards. I used to like collect them. Garbage Pail Kids? Is that what they are? Is that really close? Dumpster. Garbage pail kids. Garbage pail kids. Final answer. Yes. How about that? Yes. Yes. It's from the trailer. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. They may not be pretty, but boy, they make great friends. 
starring Anthony Newley and Mackenzie Aston. The Garbage Pail Kids movie. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I know. I watched the trailer today. It's pretty bad. I don't see that it's streaming anywhere, so good luck finding oh, it. Man. But good job on getting Woo! that point, Donna. Spin it. Not music. Not music. Woo! Television. I'm fine. All right. I was doing a Google search of uh, most hated TV characters of all time. And one show had a couple people come up. The characters of Riley Finn and Dawn Summers often uh, had Google hits, or Googles, as Lori liked to say, uh, when I searched the most hated characters from the 2000s. They were from what turn-of-the-century WB show? Oh, shoot. There's a song to this show that I really liked. I'm going to go straight to my lifeline and not waste any time. Okay, so that is... Danelle. Hi, Danelle. Hi. Hey. Do you remember a show that had characters Riley Finn and Dawn Summers on it? And it was from a turn of the century WB show? Dawn Summers sounds familiar. Could it be, can I participate um, or no? Sure. No. Could it be something like The Heights or something like that? Or like the the OC or something like that. What if I played the theme song? Okay. Wow. Is that doing anything for you, Danelle? I didn't even hear it. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm gonna say the heights. Um, that would be wrong. It is the OC. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, bummer. Okay, it's all right. The Garbage Pail Kids has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> a twenty-seven percent audience score. I just watched the trailer without any sound, <laughs> and I think I need to see this movie. I'll uh, I can wow. ask my guy who uh, tracks down. Uh, Hard to find movies for me to oh, see if man. I can get a copy for you. Easy. All right. All right. I'm ready. Okay. It goes like this. Music. Yeah. Music. Uh, the 1988 Beach Boy song Kokomo often comes up on lists of the worst songs of the 80s. <laughs> it's a tropical ditty about some places the Beach Boys would like to go to in hopes of getting there fast and taking it slow. Kokomo is not a real place, but eight real locations are mentioned in the song. To get a point, can you name three of them? Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby. Why don't we go? That's good, Down yeah. Florida Keys. Of course Steve knows that song. Yeah, I, I love that it's song. That's, that's song. That's one of the best songs of the 80s. It really is. It's no red, red wine. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, Thank you'd you. be 40. All right, big All right, money. It's two to nothing. Yeah, after yeah. Yeah. Music. Music. Uh, the cha-cha slide came out in the year 2000, and a lot of people hate it. Some people love it. Line dancing, your thoughts, Donna? Not a not a fan. Steve? <laughs> no. I don't like group participation very I much. Really I guess it. it's fun if you know the steps. Yeah, yeah. I like it at a wedding, though. I like sure. the cha-cha. I'm going to agree with Steve. Okay, well, can you tell me uh, what artist did the cha-cha slide? I'll give you a hint. He has a bit of a haunting name. Oh, my God. 
I need to come up with the cha-cha slide guy. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Words that are haunting. Ghost. Um, haunting. Demon. <laughs> Devil. Uh, after ghost. Ghost Malone final. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you remember? I don't remember I this. I think he might say it here. This is something new. The Casper slide part two. DJ Casper. Darn it. There Donna has officially lost. That's uh, right. Should we play it out anyway? Sure, yeah. I got one more. Let's see if I can go free. Okay. Television. Television. Uh, the 1980 episode of Dallas, where it was revealed who shot J.R., a character America loved to hate, remains the second highest rated primetime telecast ever. Mm. Uh, who played that hated character, J.R. Ewing? Dallas is a show that I have never seen. Have you ever seen I Dream of Genie? Because he was also on that show. Yeah, which means the guess that I was going... You know what? Let me Get pull your life in my lifeline. Yeah. yeah, that's a good time. Let's oh, bring Jamie. her in. Jamie? Do you remember who played JR in Dallas? You know I do. Girlfriend, oh, three like it up. for three. Wow. I was going to say Patrick Duffy. Oh, that's that good. That would have been Bobby. Yeah. Okay. And I really know Patrick Duffy... Uh, from Step by Step. People of my generation know him from Step by Step. Great show. Sure. Well, let's cute. say goodbye to Danelle. It was quite a ride. Bye, Danelle. Bye, Danelle. She goes. Love you. Was, uh, yeah. Don't go changing. Let's uh, say hi to, again to Jamie. Jamie wins something. I'm not sure what it is. It could be a t-shirt. I don't really... Jamie, you won maybe a My Talk Frisbee. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So exciting. Oh, my gosh. Very cool. Hey, hey, we love you. Thank you for listening. You know what? Thanks. Hang on, okay. Jamie. Hey, Rocco, let's finish it out, though. Oh, yeah. Beep, boop, bop, boop, bop, boop, Okay, beep, not bop, music. Uh, it's movies, I think, right? Okay. Movies. Sure, I don't movies. Know. Uh, the, a really hated movie from the year 2000 was based on a 1982 L. Ron Hubbard sci-fi novel mm. and starred Jean Travolta. Can you name that hated movie? I Okay, so it's based on the book... It's based on an L. Ron Hubbard sci-fi novel from 82. Oh, it's a novel. I don't know about the novel. What was the name of his big book? You know, the book... Dianetics. Dianetics. And then there was a follow-up to Dianetics. I don't know the answer. Uh, so. Here's a clip from it. It was called Battlefield Earth. When we attacked your planet, all your soldiers and all their advanced technology <laughs> could only put up a measly nine-minute fight before they were exterminated. Which is why man is an endangered species. Okay. Bye. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard, am I right? What a kook. Hey, Donna. What? Donna, well, that's a kooky dude. Thank you. We don't judge cults on this show. Rocco. At least not out loud. Thank you, DJ Rock Lobster. Thank you. I'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, I was thinking about doing maybe a hipstery lesson on uh, De La Soul. We'll see. We'll just maybe it'll be a hipster forecast. Maybe it'll be okay. Back Thursday. I mean, Thursday is kind of a wild card. 
We're in a ready, open state of heart mm-hmm. right now. Thank you. <laughs> Stay the safe eggs. out there. Because... I am going to see a hipster show tonight by a band called Rubble Bucket. Oh, oh. Lord. All right. Have fun. They're no butthole surfers. I'll tell you that right Maybe now. I'll give you a, a recap, a Rubble Bucket recap. Nah, we don't want that. <laughs> Maybe you could come with me. I'm just going by myself. I oh, can, I wow. can have a plus one. Oh, really? You didn't get anybody to say yes to go and see Rubble Bucket? I didn't Shocker. try too hard. It's one of those where I kind of wanted to just go by myself and not have to deal with my friend's expectations like you, Donna. You are so weird. judgy looks. He's You're so weird, weird dude, man. man. He's a weird dude. It's because This used to be Donna like back in New York City. I'm going to, I'm going to the city to see the runaways. <laughs> and she wasn't talking about the band. She was talking about a group of girls that hung out under a bridge. Oh hey, God, whoa, Rocco. whoa, Rocco. Chill Rocco. We'll be right back. The clock the just sounded. <laughs> Goodbye. Time for this cuckoo to get out of here. Play your music. Bye. All right. We'll come back. We're going to get the show back on the tracks by calling our in-house cafeteria to find out what the soup of the day is. It's chilly because it's Wednesday. Hear him say that out loud next. It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. A death in the family is uh, not a great event uh, that happens, but it does. And here's why I like talking about Crescent Tide is because they like to keep things simple, transparent, and affordable. I know uh, my mom has prepaid and preplanned for a simple cremation with Crescent Tide because uh, she wants things done her way when it's her time to go. And she also wanted to be helpful and uh, pay for it so my sister and I don't have to stress about it or pay for it when that time comes. Um, it's not just pre-paying and pre-planning, but you can do that. You can go to Crescent Tide's website. You can uh, fill out the forms. You can send an email to Lisa say, hey, I want to meet up. Um, or you can just say, hey, I'd like to get on your radar. I don't need to talk right now, but let's talk someday. Um, so you can do that at CrescentTide.com. And here's what I always say. Check out their Google reviews and see how they've come through for people in that time of grief. CrescentTide.com. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Did I say something bad about Martha's Vineyard in the last segment? You did. I think that you said something along the lines of it's a garbage place. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Okay. Why? So, Have you heard from someone? Well, Michelle said, Donna, you are 100% wrong about Martha's Vineyard. I live there and it's heaven. Tourists go there, but it's a beautiful place. Uh, she lived there for a year. I need to give it a chance. Love you, Michelle. Um, it's not a garbage place. It's a beautiful place. It's just I ran into a lot of T-shirt shops and things like that, and I didn't get to go up into the cliffs because I would have missed my ferry at that point. So I probably missed a lot of beautiful scenery. I think Jaws was filmed. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we were going to take a bus and the bus wouldn't get us back. Anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean any disrespect. I was just being I was exaggerating. Now, you said earlier, too, there was someone who said that I was a weenie, but I tried to find that to enter from my detractor. It was because, okay, there was an episode of ABC's 2020 about an elderly man that was murdered in Carver County just outside of Chaska. Yeah. So she was telling us that we should watch it it's called divine intervention and i said i saw it and i tried to get steve to watch it and he wouldn't 
And she said, what a weenie. It's about how Earl's religion solved the case. Should be right up his alley. Hmm. Hmm. I am now interacting. Has to do with a Bible. Oh, yeah. I remember you told me this. Yeah, now you're trying to clickbait me in because you know I'm a big fan of the Bible. So I I'm know. Like, oh, it's a Bible show. It's totally true. All right. So listen to this, guys. All right. I'm currently chatting with... I told my mm-hmm. brother about chat GPT, which we've talked about, this conversational artificial intelligence. Yes. It can write blog articles for you. There's a bunch of good and bad that could come with it. So he said, hey, I've uh, been checking out that chat GPT thing this morning. That stuff is amazingly impressive and kind of scary all at the same time. And I said, did you get in? Because I'm on a waiting list. He said, well, I got into something that's an AI chatbot. It's called the playground. And I was just asking it questions. However, I can't get into the real one. So then I looked up another one, chat with AI. I'm chatting with this fake robot right now called Eliza. I just pulled this up. She said, hi, my name is Eliza. What's weighing on your mind? So I wrote, first thing that came to my mind, I said, I want to know what can make me more muscular. Oh, God. AI Eliza writes back, well, there are several things you could try, but first of all, why do you think you need to be more muscular? Wow. And I said, just to feel stronger. She then responded, so you're not actually trying to build muscle? So the ball's in my court. Now, let's do a little bit of this live okay. here for a second. So, um, <clears throat> Yes, I, I am. I am. In addition to I also like the feeling that comes along with it. And I'm going to tell you when she writes back. So I just sent her that. And uh, there are other... Okay, boom, already. It's all right if you don't have a goal in mind. Just let yourself go and enjoy the experience. I don't think (laughs) you're taking this seriously. That's what I'm telling her. I'm getting confrontational now. And I'm waiting for my AI... What if she comes and kills you? Donna, she's... What? (laughs) Do you, mean, do you mean by that? I said, I don't think you're taking this seriously. And she wrote back instantly. Do you mean by that that I should put more effort into making sure you get the results you want? <laughs> I'm going to say, I think so. Oh, my god! This gosh. is exciting, Donna. So you're talking with a fake. Yes. Yes. Okay. My brother got into one called The Playground. Uh, the, the, I mean, this is really fascinating stuff. The playground AI is a thing. I mean, it's, it's a, this is a free to the, it's like all free, um, which is weird. I just wonder if they're like hacking into your information. Um, they could weird. be, and you're probably making it worse by whatever you're doing right now. Um, let's see here. Oh boy. Hi. Here, let me make this more interesting to listen to since we are an audio medium. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that helping any? Okay. Not really. Steve, can you do this when we're not on the air? Now, now they just keep... Donna, this, had this gone well, mm. this would have been wonderful live radio, as people have been hearing about ChatGPT, and then they heard me talking with a bot named Eliza, who was asking rather penetrating return-serve questions. <laughs> like, wait, you want to get more muscular? Let's take a step back. Why? Are you trying to fill a void? Frankly, you need this AI. In I your wonder life. if our boss would feel the same way. Donna, this is top of mind. What do you want to talk about? Yarn for the next six minutes? The only thing we have planned now is to call our in house cafeteria <laughs> to find out what today's soup is. And it's Wednesday, so we know it's chili. I'm trying over here. All right. An AI bot could do you well, though, Donna, because you get offended when people in your life offer suggestions about how you could live differently. Uh huh. But if you just had it as 
Just artificial intelligence. I bet you could spend a whole night. You pour yourself a little bit of uh, Kevin. <laughs> See where the night goes. Guys, there's a rare video of the Titanic wreckage that's going to be released. Okay. To the okay. public. It was filmed in July of 1986, marking the first time humans had explored the Titanic since it sank in 1912. The wreck had been discovered just nine months earlier, more than 12,000 feet below the surface. Now there's 80 minutes of footage, most of it never before released. It's going to go live on YouTube at 7.30 tonight. That could be 6.30 our time. This is being released in conjunction with the 25th anniversary of the 1997 Titanic movie. So blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. Are you still talking to the robot? Yeah, but I changed my line of questioning to, um, hi, I'm having trouble getting along with my coworker. To which she wrote, <laughs> do you have any questions for me about this situation? I said, yes. What could help resolve the conflict? Okay. So you're basically just speaking with a computer program. Instead of you in this moment. Right. Yes. Okay. Good to know. If there was something in particular that you were concerned about, oh, we might geez. be able to work through it together. See, now she's partnering in the journey with me. All right, let's call Brian and find out what she is. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's back and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's always a surprise. So down to the cafe. It's it's big. Soup of the day. Well, we already know what it is, but... Um, it's Cheers, Brian. Hey, Brian. Chili. Chili, huh? What's up? Chili. Chili day. You know, my wife made this real nice chicken noodle soup yesterday. With, yeah? Uh, yeah, it was real, real great. Thick noodle, good chicken. She made a roux. It was all very satisfying. Did she take any of my salt uh, advice? Um, Did we, she say it was too salty? Yeah, before? she undersalted, and we made sure it wasn't like the hard kosher salt. And we, we just said, let's salt once it's in the bowl. Light salt at the beginning and salt more when it's in the bowl. I forget what you got. Yeah. So, Brian. So she made you Valentine's dinner. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Um, <laughs> we're losing our connection <laughs> no, with you. No, right no, no, say more things. Um, <laughs> hey, what's, uh, that's not surprising, by the way. Yeah. What, um, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Thanks. Stay late. What's for lunch? Uh, Tom made his from scratch lasagna today. Whoa! Oh yeah, that's good. Wow, I bet. that's the real nice. deal. Yeah. Wow, heavy lunch. Everybody make a salad for dinner. Thank you. Wow. Right. I mean. I mean that's pretty heavy, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean in a good way. Oh wait. Oh, okay. All right. Wait. I don't know what you said. It's okay. uh, you just faded out, Brian. It was great. It was almost like we had just grown tired of listening to you, and it just. <laughs> Faded out. It was perfect. Let's just do it again. Just slowly fade him out. He's Brian from the cafeteria. Right, see you later. Bye, right, bye, Brian. Bye. You're like our best friend. Okay. All righty. I don't know. The AI bot said Zamboni's on the phone. That's re- why. Regarding our conflict, Donna, it sounds like you need to get more comfortable with her. Talk to her about things you enjoy doing together. Maybe suggest some activities, oh, or yeah. tell her how much you appreciate spending time with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Go ahead, say stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this robot that I'm talking to. It sounds like she's really smart. Mm. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Bye. Thank you for listening. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn are coming in next.